Let's do this. Sports off. Sports off. Broad Street. Party time. Excellent. Excellent. Hello. Welcome to Sports Off Broad Street. It is Tuesday, April the 25th. I am the Big Zoe, joined by the Benner, the dynamic duo. Is what up? It's, we're here today, guys. Let's see. I'm going to change your name to the Benner. The Benner. There you go. There you go. The one and only. Yeah, the one and only. So we're going to have a little bit of fun today. Uh, Dr. Stokes, he had some stuff to do, so it's on us to carry the show today. It's on us to carry the show. You think we can do it, Benner? Uh, let's, yeah, I think we can. Let's just go Batman and Nightwing again, like we that's, did. That's the shit right there, bro. That's the shit. We're going to go ahead and get started right off the bat. We're going to go ahead and start with our our fact of the week. And I'm going to let I'm gonna let the Benner go for it. He's got a good one for us. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, you know, took a break last week, but we're bringing it back, Big Zoe, to the album recommendations. And, you know, in the past, though, I've always like, hey, here's a classic album you guys should check out. I'm going to throw something new at you. Let's couple weeks, couple weeks ago, Metallica, the one, the only, one of the greatest bands in the world, dropped their new EP, 72 Seasons. They're, dude, I, I'm on my third listening of this album. It's fucking awesome. It is it is a hard metal heavy album that is just full set. It sounds like Metallica. That's all I have. To, that's that's from that's all I needed to know. That's all the criteria I needed to give it. Does it sound like Metallica? Yeah, we're good. Now there's some you know there's some guys out there and some you know the Metallica fans and you know like dude I don't think in music there's a more toxic fan base than Metallica with some of, with, with how some of these guys act. Some of the criteria like oh this album sucks. Uh, Lars is you know Lars is playing the drums slow. You know he doesn't have it anymore. Kirk is you know he Kirk is playing the same guitar riff on every single song. You know there's nothing new here. And it's just like first off Lars is like I, I believe Lars is in his sixties at this point. Or in his, you know I'm actually curious. I should have looked this up. Yeah, you just made me curious here, Lars. Oh, is Lars? He he's is, 59. He's he 59. 59. 59 years old. Like, you're going to tell me that Lars doesn't have built up arthritis in his hands, his knees, his feet, and basically anything. He's a freaking heavy metal drummer, dude. Yeah, you know, Lars is over time. Lars is going to slow down. That's just going to how it be. It doesn't change the fact that Lars is a tremendous drummer. Yeah, let's cut up some slack here. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, at, at this, and then going over to Kirk. Kirk is a tremendous car- guitar player, one of the greatest that's ever lived. You know, when, anytime I hear a riff, I know it's Kirk. I don't like Metallica's got a specific sound. Those riffs are going to sound specific. How about we stop being fucking picky and glad and be happy that we got a new Metallica album when most most of these guys are either pushing sixty or already in their sixties? Shut the fuck up and enjoy the music. You know, it's funny. Um, Metallica is so, uh, like you said, they have they not there's there's a uh, there's a sound to them, right? You yeah. know it's Metallica. To the point where, you know, my kids who are 10 and 12 know who Metallica is. They come on the radio and they're like, oh, that's Metallica. I'm like, that's right. I'm raising you right, babies. I exactly. Right. J- J- James and Kirk have very specific guitar sounds that is unmatched. Lars is, you know, Lars's drumming is Lars's drumming. Like there's you can't really recreate it unless it's Lars. 
So, like, just enjoy, dude. Like, a lot of these guys at this age, when you got these big bands like this, eventually they just stop making new music and just start doing, like, those greatest hits type tours. Metallica is like, no, we're going to pump new music out and you're going to like it and you're going to be happy with it. And then we're going to do a massive tour across the country. Be happy that they're still willing to do that. There's, there's, you're not going to get many more Metallica albums because I don't think, I think this is like the first album they've done in like five years. Yeah, so, you so know? at this point, yeah, they're they're slowing down in regards to putting out stuff all the, all the time, but we have to enjoy it while they do it. Exactly. I mean, you know, in 10 years, all those assholes who are looking back and are hating on them right now are going to be like, oh man, I wish, I wish that they'd still be putting out albums, you know? I mean, they're going to stop eventually, so we have to enjoy them while they're here. We I take to. it. I take it back. It's been seven years because Hardwired and Self Destruct came out in 2016. It's been seven years since your last Metallica album, and you're going to bitch about how it sounds. That's a that's a long time. Yeah, that's a long time. We just got to enjoy it. We got to enjoy exactly. the process here. Exactly. Well, my fact of the week. All right, if we're good there, my fact of the week. Oh, we're good. Money Magazine. So we talked about Albuquerque being ranked second worst drivers in the country. Money Magazine ranked Albuquerque, and I I call bullshit on this, as one of the best places to travel in 2023 along, get this, alongside Lisbon, Portugal, Alexandria, Virginia, Atlanta, and Barcelona. So I guess you should travel here, just don't drive anywhere while you're here i don't know um and and you know the magazine itself came out and they're like oh you know you can stay relatively cheaply in the downtown area and like have you been to downtown albuquerque you don't want to stay in downtown albuquerque you don't want to stay i don't understand let alone go there walk walking distance and you know you're only uh, you're only an hour and a half train ride from from santa fe i'm like Okay, I, I mean, and there is, there's like a little train that goes from here to there, the rail runner or some crap. Um, but it's about a 40 to 45 minute car drive. So I'm like, I don't want to spend, especially if I live here, I, I don't spend an hour and a half on a train to get to Santa Fe. And then everything's overpriced over there. So I'm like, I, I, I don't see, I don't know, maybe people who just like to look at old culture stuff, you know, like, but that's in Santa Fe here. I mean, if you want to go downtown and walk around, there's literally a sign in downtown Albuquerque um, across the street from one of the restaurants that we like to go to. There's like this parking lot. This sign is like, no pooping, no pissing, no puking. The fact that that sign, that sign is just displayed in public, I think you got a bigger issue. Dude, I'm telling you. So, yeah, I don't... It's really stupid that they're, we'd be ranked as one of the best places to travel in 2023. I'm like... Uh, everyone out there is listening. If you're not from Albuquerque, all right, don't come. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend you travel here. There's a lot better places to go. There's a lot better places to go. Um, you know, off the top of my head, you know, you can go to the toilet and it, you'd be better off. <laughs> uh, top of my head, you know, if, if you go to McDonald's and with your local McDonald's, you're good to go. You know, um, better places to travel in Albuquerque. No, in all seriousness, there are so many better cities in this country to go to. Um, I would not, I wouldn't make Albuquerque. I, it would not be in the top of my, it, Albuquerque would rank near the bottom of places that I would travel to. That's all I have to say about that. No, no offense though. Like, I, I like, cause I know that's where you, you live in Albuquerque. And I know like you already have this mindset, like do not come here. Um, so fun fact, I hate getting blood drawn. 
and I hate needles. Um, I feel like I'd probably want to get blood work done more than I want to go visit Albuquerque. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. And I actually, I like getting blood drawn. I don't have, I'd be, dude, I've been in the hospital so many freaking times in my life. Okay, um, vampire. Yeah, exactly. So I, I actually, when they're, when they're drawing blood, I'm actually staring at it as it's coming out. It's pretty cool. But either way, um, yeah, I, you know, I, I'd rather eat my own boogers. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> kind of nasty, but it is what it is. So yeah, and no offense taken. I, I don't recommend people come here and I apologize to all my Albuquerque and friends who think that this is the best place in the world. Um, apparently you've never traveled. So, so yeah, there are, there are much better places, much better places, but I digress. That's those are our facts for the day. We're going to jump right into it, Benner, right into it. We are going to discuss this new championship that the WWE started yesterday or brought out yesterday so wwe you know they've got roman reigns as the as the dual champ the universal champion and the raw champion i don't know what the hell it is they have not taken the belt off them in almost a thousand days now it's almost gonna be three years okay it's a long time it's just it's just a long it's just too long we we've had the discussion better it's too long it's, it's too damn long it's like, too long it's, too it's long. for 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 someone that is um, for someone that is on the temporarily side, yeah, a part timer. Thank you. That's the best, that's the term I'm looking for. For someone that's on the part timer side of, of WWE now, for him to basically be the universal champion for almost three years running, there's an issue. Yeah, yeah. Well, think of it this way: we're almost a month removed from WrestleMania, right? He was like, he was at second day of WrestleMania. He showed up to the Raw after WrestleMania the, the next night. He hasn't been on TV since. <clears throat> okay. Um, so re I read an article, but I had already thought this before I read this article. They introduced this new belt. And you and I talked off air about this a little bit. This, to me, is a real, real, like, oh, my God, reaction from WWE for screwing up, for screwing up at WrestleMania and not put in the title on Cody Rhodes. I called it back then. I said people are going to lose interest, and you you, you have to agree with me on that, Banner, because I said that over our text messages, and I said that on show. They said this was the wrong call. They're going to People are going to fucking hate this, because, I mean, at some point, the bell has to come off in, right? Nope, nope. <laughs> and this was the time to do it, and now WWE is realizing, oh, crap, oh, crap. People are legitimately losing interest. People are pissed. You know, people yep. are pissed, right? I was I was I was enjoying that WWE up until I was like, well, now I have no reason to watch because you're sticking to the status quo. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, you, you know I'm a huge WWE fan. Mm -hmm. I have watched one full episode of Raw since since uh since WrestleMania. Was and it I the was was it the post WrestleMania one? No, I didn't even watch that full one. Oof. I started watching it and I lost interest. I found out that Brock Lesnar turned on Cody Rhodes uh, through through the internet. I didn't see that happen. Um, no, and, my, and what I mean by one full episode is one full episode in total. You know, like, you know, 30 minutes here, 30 minutes there. So it's been a month, and I've watched a total of one full episode. You know, yeah. I've been reading it. You know, not even my son is interested right now. He doesn't even care. So uh, we went to a, a WB live event a couple weekends ago, which is fun. It's always a good time, mm -hmm. you know, being there live. But 
to watch it on TV. Nah. We're like, mm, you know, you you a dick WWE. So um, so they they screwed up, and now they're trying they're trying to backtrack and saying that this was in the works before WrestleMania. No, oh, it wasn't. Shit. No, it wasn't. Bullshit. That is the that is the biggest crock I've heard in a long time. It's like, oh no no, this wasn't this wasn't because of anything. It was this was in the works before. No, it wasn't, bro. It was not in the works before WrestleMania. You guys... if it truly if, if it truly was in the, sorry, didn't mean to interrupt you. If it was truly in the works, that's the type of revelation that you reveal at WWE at WrestleMania. Yeah, because that's a big thing to be bringing back a belt. That was so significant for so long with so many specific wrestlers, Edge, Undertaker, Batista, Randy Orton, John Cena at one point, Brock Lesnar himself. They're like they're, that that the list of people who are attached to the world heavyweight championship belt is ridiculous. And so the that, that's thing, all, all in itself. Oh, it's a Hall of Fame on itself. If you truly Truly, we're building that and planning that before WrestleMania. You would have at least hinted at it or said, made said something at the two night events, but you not, didn't. Dude, not only that, if this was in the works before WrestleMania, okay, you would have had some sort of tournament beforehand. Mm-hmm. And at WrestleMania, you would have you you would have crowned this champion. Mm-hmm. You know, because you weren't if you weren't going to take it off Roman Reigns, then you would have crowned this champion at WrestleMania. Give give people something to smile about going home. And instead, they dropped the ball. And now they're realizing they dropped the ball. And like you said, dude, they brought up Roman Reigns' contract on TV. (laughs) That was when I was just like, oh, you. Oh, you're off script right now, Paul. (laughs) Yes. You know, you're like, oh, shit. You know, what the, what? What? You know, and I got, I had this feeling because I have to, you know, I was flipping through and I saw, I saw online. Mm-hmm. This announcement we made. So I looked it up on YouTube. I saw the announcement, and I, you know, I can't help but feel that there are some. Besides Paul himself, besides Triple H himself, there are some pretty pissed off people right now saying, "Okay, what the fuck did we just do? You know, we dropped the ball on this. You know, and so we need to fix this." Um, Seth Rollins. I saw a, a clip of him come out, and he was talking about the belt and how it's the belt that you know it, it, that everyone deserves. Everyone deserves to have a champion who's fighting. You, you know what I mean? And so he comes out and talks about it. And it's these little, like, they're little pokes at Roman Reigns. And I'm wondering how close we are to to the end of Roman Reigns' title reign meaning anything. Because if they're bringing up this new belt, what they're essentially saying is, who gives a shit about that old one? It is a consolation prize, as far as I'm concerned. If they put it on Cody oh. Rhodes... Like you guys fucked up. And well, and that's and that's actually one thing. I didn't mean to interrupt you again. Ahead, that's that's one thing I'm thinking. I was like, all right, Triple A, Paul Triple H turned around and said that on draft night, wherever Roman Reigns, whatever brand Roman Reigns gets moved to, is he's going to take the two belts with him. Okay, I guarantee you that whatever brand that he is on, Cody Rhodes will will be on the other. I hope so. And at Night of Champions, they will give Cody Rhodes the World Heavyweight Championship belt, and it's going to feel like, hey, Cody, um, our fucking bad. Yep. H- here you go. 
And the problem is, like, cool, yeah, Cody gets his belt, and the Rhodes family finally gets a championship. But it feels like you said it feels like a consolation prize. It feels it's like wrong, right? If it feels so wrong, it was like we know you probably should be the universal champion right now. But here's the world heavyweight championship. It's brand new and shiny. Get fucked. You consolation yeah. prize motherfuckers. Yeah, and Cody's no. gonna feel the same way. And I guarantee you he'll win that and he'll play out his contract and then go back to AEW. He should. I, I, I mean I wasn't thinking that up, you know, a month and a month and a half ago. And after WrestleMania, I was like, he needs to play, he needs to write it out and leave. Um, yeah. this is this isn't this is not good. Um yeah, and yeah, it, it, you know, I the crowd we're not stupid. Everyone who saw that had the same idea you and I did. This this yeah, really what we're gonna do? Okay, okay, Triple H, tell us that there's a belt that doesn't mean anything without telling us that. You know, I mean, you don't have to beat Roman Reigns for this one. Here you go, because because you can't beat Roman Reigns for a belt. So here's this one. Really, really, you know, uh, I mean, no, this is just crap, dude. I'm not happy about it. Um, the belt looks nice, like you and I mm-hmm. said, it looks looks nice, but other than that, it doesn't represent anything. It doesn't represent anything. So. And here's one thing that I was kind of thinking of today when you sent me that link and I and I threw this idea. I was like, hey, let's talk about this because this is actually significant for the WWE. Um, all right. If you in, like I'm knowing you, you probably went back and watched the highlights, watched the announcement and watched everything that Triple H had to say, you know, brought up Roman Reigns' contract, brought up, you know, like we need to have, you know, for the fans, you need to have this other belt, you deserve a second champion and all that stuff. I know you probably watched you probably watched that whole speech, right? Okay, in your opinion, did Paul Paul slash Triple H did he just look absolutely fucking annoyed that he had to be out there and yes. doing that? Yes, he looked annoyed that he had to be out there fixing a problem that he. I don't think he caused it. I think Vince and that's, caused the problem. That's where I'm going with this because I mean we we talked about it over tech, so you know. Right around WrestleMania, Vince comes back into the picture. There were rumors swirling around both WrestleMania weekend and after that Vince had retaken control, taken control over creative ideas and creative coordinator for WrestleMania. Those right. were room, those were reports and rumors that were swirling around. No one, and correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think anyone came out of WWE and said, "No, Paul is still in charge." I don't think anyone really denied those rumors or. No, there was anything, a right? um, the 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 verbiage that Vince used when they asked him about that. No, 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 no. I I'm I'm in charge of high, but you know I'm I'm not gonna get in the weeds with it, dude. Mother, no, essentially, essentially, you you're just not gonna do the dirty work, but you are gonna tell him what storylines to run and who's gonna win. Cody, I guarantee you, Cody was winning the. Paul had a plan for Cody to win. Oh, Vince yeah. comes Vince comes in and changed it. Because oh, yeah. Yeah. The, because you know, like I said, oh, there's all those reports and all those rumors saying like, hey, Vince has regained control of creativity of WWE. No one really denied it. When Vince was asked about asked about it, he danced around the freaking question. And now you got a Monday Night Raw with Triple H being out there looking as annoyed as fucking ever. 
saying, looking like, look what I have for you guys. You're like, we shouldn't be here. We shouldn't be doing this. And this shouldn't be what we have going on. But I have to give you, we have to give you this belt now because Roman contract states that he's on a part timer. He's got both belts. And basically, with, basically, we can't, Roman won't let us take the belts away. Yeah. And so be, and yeah. because of and because of the situation that Vince is in put us in now, I have to bring back the world heavyweight title instead of just having the universal title, which would actually be universal title would be a good thing if you just fucking got it off Roman. Even at least one of those belts. You know, and go. that was that was one of the rumors prior to WrestleMania a couple a couple months ago was that they were they were gonna have a belt up for grabs at WrestleMania, which would have still let Roman save face. He'd still mm-hmm. have one, and Cody would have beat him for the other. You know what I mean? Like, okay, so which belt? Oh, we're going to fight for this one. And then Cody would have beat him. You'd still have a champion on both shows, and it's all good to go. The fact that he wasn't willing to drop one belt, he has way too much control right now. Way too much control. This is Hulk Hogan, Kevin Nash, and Scott Hall in, in, in WCW in the 90s. This is them essentially writing their own stories. Yeah, you know, uh, Hogan, this, this, that. Hogan was never like, I guarantee you, Hogan's like, no, brother, you're not taking my belt away. Yeah, that's the Hulk Hogan mindset. That's how he was. You know, Roman's kind of taken, I guarantee you, Roman's taking some notes and taking some uh, thoughts from his, is it his uncle or his cousin that is uh, the rock? rock? Yeah. Uh, cousin. Yeah, guarantee he's probably taking some notes from his cousin about like how to approach Vince and all that because. This this is this is a rock esque type move. Yeah, it's a rock esque uh, type move. And remember, WWE wants to keep the Rock in their good graces, so they're gonna keep his cousin in good graces. I, you know, I I'm not saying anything, but I'm saying. He said the quiet part out loud, folks. Yeah, I tend to do that. I tend to do that. <laughs> yeah, I, I tend to say the right things at the wrong time. I don't know. That was the, but that's my whole big thing. Is like the more I looked at it, I saw. And I came back and kind of watched a little bit. The more I looked at Triple H while he was giving that whole speech, I was like, "You look pissed off. You don't look. Ex- you don't look excited about this whatsoever." That a belt that you held multiple times is being reintroduced. Why are you pissed off, guy? Oh, that's right. Um, J. Jonah Jameson fucked everything up. Yeah, and and you know you'd have to wonder what his wife is thinking. Remember, she resigned. From from the board at WWE and from her it, position at WWE, once Vince came back, back in is she Vince. really? Oh yeah, I did not I, know that. And she's like, boom, deuces, she was gone. And there was people saying, well, you might know something. She might not be happy. Her dad's back. I wonder what she's telling Triple H behind the scenes. Like, I I mean, you know, if Endeavor, if they don't watch out, okay, Triple H will leave. If he goes to AEW. <laughs> you just bought a very, you just bought a burnt trash fire, <laughs> dumpster fire. Correct me, saying. And Endeavor really needs to step in here and tell Vince, "Okay, get the fuck out of the story writing business at this point. You Even can't write the, stories anymore." Leave it to Paul. It's just like I don't know. Yeah, and like and so. 
I've expressed to you so many times. I'm like, I want to get back in the, I'd be down to get back on the WWE. I really would. And things like Peacock having the pay-per-view events is a nice touch to it. And it's helping yeah. with that because I don't have to dish out $60 for a pay-per-view. It's yeah. nice. It's, but like, it did, it's like, it's, it's the moves that are just an absolute slap in the face to, to the fans. And you can tell when it's a slap into a, to the face with fans. Like, when I texted you about it last night, I was actually pumped. Oh, shit. The World Heavyweight Championship built back. And then I sat there and thought about it today and read the article that you're sending. I'm just like, are we being punked? Yeah. Yeah. They're they're um, insulting our intelligence, bro. You know. Um, yeah, no. You know, it, it, let's put it this way. Let's say, let's say, I don't know, you have a... Think of the Lakers in the early 2000s, right? They won, they, they had a three-peat, okay? Mm-hmm. Imagine if after the um, after the third three-peat, okay, after the third, the third championship, if the following year, if the NBA came out and said, okay, guys, yeah, so we're going to have two different championships. We're going to give one to the Lakers, and then you guys will play for this other one over here it, because you can't beat them. The fans would be like, are you fucking kidding me? You're just going to give them one? You're going to make up this new championship? Because we, this is what's happening. This is what's happening. You know, here we are almost <laughs> year, almost through three years of this. And it's like, okay, well, we're going to do another belt. Because we dropped the ball and didn't put the belt on Rhodes' waist when we should have. So At least one of them. Yeah, and and so we've shown you guys that nobody can beat them. So now we can't go back on that. So let's fix this by doing. You're not fixing anything. You know what's probably going to happen is with this world heavyweight belt in the in the background, they're probably going to quietly de belt Roman, like in, in the behind the scenes of like. Hey, like we know this is your contract. Um, fuck your contract. You must defend it by this point. And if you say no, then we're putting it up for grabs. Yeah, yeah. They, they were stripping the belt from you. And um, pull the pull the UFC move, dude. Pull what they did with Daniel Bryan a few years ago when when he literally couldn't he couldn't compete because he was injured. For crying out loud, Roman Roman won't compete because hey, my contract's written away. Where I don't have to do shit. I don't have to do anything. You know, so Daniel Bryan couldn't be because he was injured and they had to put they had to strip of the belt because he couldn't compete. Yeah. Roman can compete. He's just his contract's written in such a way that he doesn't have to. And that's fucking WWE's fault, but they need to fix it. They need to fix it. So and it's like so here's my question. Here's my question for you on his contract. Has he had like when, like, was this was he already under this contract? Like, when he got the belts, no. and became the universal champion, or is this like in the no, process? Of, back then. As I say, in the process of the three years, like, did he just renew, like, sign a new contract, and this, and somehow someone agreed to this bullshit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think the new contract was signed within the last six months, maybe. Because if I recall correctly. Um, I remember reading so about hey, so he's gonna start becoming a part timer because last year he wrestled quite a bit. He was on all the shows, and I think that's time. and I think that's the difference on it. That if you're if you're 
if you're there and you're active and you're on almost every episode and you're at almost every pay-per-view, I think that's more forgiving from the fans if we're going to keep up his title defense. But when he goes into this part-timer and it's like, yeah, I'll, I'll do Extreme Rules. Yeah, I'll do WrestleMania. Yeah, maybe I'll do Night of Champions. We'll see. See, and to me, you're right. That's the biggest crock of crap. If you're not going to do the, the regular TV, you should do the pay-per-views at least. And he's still not yeah. even doing all those. Yeah. You know, I don't think he's going to be on Backlash. He's not going to be at Night of Champions, if I'm not mistaken. I, I mean, what is he doing? What are they paying him for? What, what are they paying him for? I don't I don't. But, like, it, 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 it's such a, such a faraway mindset from, like, when I was, like, in middle school in, like, every single pay-per-view, Backlash, SummerSlam, uh, Hell in a Cell, um, I'm trying to remember all of them from when I was when I was a kid. Obviously, WrestleMania, SummerSlam. Oh, you said SummerSlam already. I said there were there was like two or th- there was like two or three more, but it was like every single, um, every single pay per view, the both belts were on the line. There was like a there was like a two year stint where every single pay per view there was um. You know, there, there, there was both the World Heavyweight Championship and the WWE Championship were both on the line. Now, retrospectively, going back to those days, each pay per view, more than likely, whoever was holding the belt at that at those times was probably going to defend and win his title up until WrestleMania. Yeah, and that's because you know, like prime example, like one of my one of my favorite rivalries because it's like it was like prime when I was watching was uh, Edge versus Undertaker. In like 2008, 2009, tremendous rivalry, and right. it, it went from, it went it went from like SummerSlam, Backlash, uh, Royal Rumble, and and then and then WrestleMania, where it was like four four straight pay per views where Undertaker and Edge were wrestling for the World Heavyweight Championship, and they you know they throw it in like you know like oh you know this one we're gonna make it a triple threat match with Kane, you know this one's a, a TLC match and stuff like that, and so they mix it up, but. They almost like they can they continued the story through the pay per views, um, leading up to WrestleMania, where that belt would eventually change hands. The thing about that is now is like with Roman being part time and he may be doing only three or four pay per views a year. That's it's long gone. It's it, it, long it's gone because I mean you you know even if he wins, you want to see him defend it. Uh huh. You know. Um, now at this point, I'd rather see him lose. But I mean, even if even if he wins, you'd rather see him defend instead of, you know, it's three or four times a year that he he sh- bothers showing up to fight, and you know he's going to win anyways because he's the part timer and they're paying him. I, again, I, I at this point, I don't know what they're paying him for. I don't, I don't know. It's it, I guarantee you, it's probably like at some point I guarantee you the Rock's under contract too, for oh, some yeah, weird he's, reason. He's under a Legends contract, if I'm not mistaken. So they, Christ. they pay him to be affiliated. There's there, there's a few there's a few guys on under those Legends contracts that they pay them to to be affiliated, essentially, so that they don't go to Impact or or ROH or or AEW at this point. You know, to, to sell their services there. So, yeah. Why? Yeah. So basically, we're gonna pay you to use your likeness and. And all that. No, it's, yeah. a straight, it's a straight NCAA move. NIL, baby. NIL. <laughs> and speaking of straight NCAA moves, that was a great conversation. But speaking of straight NCAA moves, though, let's get into our next topic. 
our next time. And I think you did that on purpose. That was a purpose. Uh, I purpose did. Segue. I, I didn't know what else we could really talk about about repeating ourselves. Um, no, but no, yeah, that was good. That was good. <laughs> so you um, know, the, the next thing you you sent something um, regarding a change to a college football rule. Why don't you walk us through this change, Ben? Or what's going on? So basically in like it it's like at first it looks like the 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 smallest change in the world. And basically what that is is that the NCAA um has decided that the game clocks will continue to run after first downs. Now this used to be like this actually used to be the, the major difference between NCAA college football and the NFL since 19, 1968. NFL, it's 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 a running clock. Um, NCAA stop clock after the first down. You know, reset yourself. It is what it is. You know, I don't think a lot of people will actually know unless you actually understand. Like, are paying attention. Not many people. Not many people uh, were watching, um, and so. People are like, that's that's such a, a weird rule change. Why why are you doing this? Well, basically, the NCAA came out and said, Well, our games are starting to take a little bit too long. And you know, we want people to stay interested and um and 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 not lose interest in our games. Um Okay, I don't think a running clock was their concern. I also don't remember anyone saying that there was an issue <laughs> with the interest of college football. There's a lot of people that watch college football more than NFL. Yes. So where the fuck are you getting this from that people are losing interest? So if you dive deep more into it, and it's good that we brought up the NIL deals, the NCAA is losing money on the NIL deals and having to play pay these players for their name and likeness, all this. So what did they do? We're going to stop start speeding up the games in any form or fashion that we can so we can get to the commercial breaks faster, so we can get through these games faster, so you can – Get on those commercial breaks and see our pregame and postgame shows more and more. We need to boost up our advertising money. Wow. That makes a lot of sense. It's the smallest, it's the smallest fucking detail. But the the NCAA brings in God knows how many sponsors and commercials and advertisements every single year. If we can speed that game up just a little bit more so we can get to commercial breaks faster, so we can get the halftime faster, get to the post-game shows and pre-game shows where there's more commercials and, and more advertisements on this, we can boost up our partnership and sponsorship money and advertising money because we're going to be able to fit more commercials. We're going to be able to fit more advertisements. And we're going to get through these games quicker so we get more games in a day. Hell, maybe we'll start broadcasting Division 2. Hell, maybe we'll start broadcasting Division 3. Probably not. That's a massive shot in the dark. Well, but if D- they're looking, if they're going to... The article you sent said D3 hadn't signed on to this yet. 
So they're they're not they're they're not even doing it yet. I know they haven't, but you know, in the NCAA's mind, like we're going to find a way to get them on where we can broadcast that. It's not going to happen. The, like, the NCAA, they're going to try. Yeah. They're going to try. But in the long run, the NCAA was going to come to terms like, yeah, no one wants to watch Division Three. Because I'm not going to watch Division Three. I won't watch Division Two. I'm sorry. I have zero interest in watching Adam State play football on live TV. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's true. That's true. Um, but no, it's, it, but like, they're finding the way, like um, they're finding ways to speed up the game randomly and 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 for and for such odd reasons. And I truly believe, and yeah, I'm creating a conspiracy theory. I truly believe they're trying to find a way where they can fit more commercials and advertisements and and get through their game faster, so they can get more games on prime time on your Thursday, Fridays, and Saturdays to boost your advertisements, to boost your sponsorships, and, and all that stuff. And they're making it sound like, well, people were losing interest. No, 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 they're not. No, they're not. They're, they're not. I mean, I, I don't. And, and like you said, if people are losing interest, the running clock is not the reason. It's so, it's such a random thing to make a change on. You know, but I, I, I don't I don't remember. So, you know, people complain about baseball, the, the length of uh, it takes too long for a game. It's a, no one. I've never heard anyone say football takes too long. Because football is action every play, you know. Yeah. What I mean? So people don't care; they'll sit there and watch every single play. Yeah. So I don't know where they're coming from, you know. With with uh, people are losing interest. No, I, I I mean now to their credit, the clock will still stop after a first down at in the last two minutes of each half. So you'll still have that, like you know, there's a minute thirty left, and so and so driving down the field, and after a first down, it'll still stop. Which is fine, but there was no reason to change it the rest of the game. There was absolutely none. None. Um it, you know, they're fixing a problem that doesn't exist. Right. And they're and they'll probably and I guarantee you, like here in probably about like four months, when we get close to the season, they're probably like, Oh, you know, it you know, it, they'll they'll drop the whole um people were losing interesting. I guarantee you they'll change it to like well, we just want to get our players more used to the NFL. Oh I, I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing, and I don't like it. You're trying to hide that you just lied. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're trying to give your the one percent of players who will make it to the NFL more used to it. Come on, I don't think I don't think a running clock after first downs is no. that. No, that's definitely not it. But they're gonna spew. They're gonna spew some shit like that here in about like three or four months. And but the reality is they're trying to cut probably like thirty minutes off of game time. So they can go to more commercial breaks, go to like have a probably longer halftime shows where they can feed more crap down your throat. Because why? Because they need to make up for the money that they've lost on the NIL deals. Oh man, uh, you know, and it's funny you 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 bring it up the NIL deal and it all. It all comes back to money, doesn't it? All the time. It does it always does? I mean, what they're gonna also what they're gonna say is it's gonna help prevent injuries. There's seven less plays per game. Um, yeah, because I because I avoided tearing my ACL in those seven plays. Yeah, I, you know, if people are gonna get hurt. They're gonna get hurt. I'm sorry. Yeah, um, those those seven plays really cut down on the headaches I have. <laughs> right, right. I mean, you know, and. And and those are the injuries they should be worried about is the the, the concussion the CTE uh-huh. you're getting on every play you're you know banging heads on every play right no oh no I guarantee you they're gonna say it's gonna cut down on injuries I they'll roll with the injury excuse 
they'll roll with the preparing players for the NFL more. They'll like I guarantee you over in the th- next three to four months, you'll probably see like a handful of different reasons why they made this rule change. Instead of like, don't they will drop the whole people are losing interest real quick. The second we get back into this college football season, you got ga- ESPN's got game day rolling. You got all the all the school your power five schools got the hype videos and all that. They'll completely change their mindset of people have lost interest and they go more into like we're preparing from the NFL. We're protect we're caring about player and health safety. No, you're not, motherfucker. You're just trying to sell me that goddamn Affleck insurance plan. Or prime energy drink. Or prime energy drink. I know what you're doing. And it's like, and I I and why and why why am I getting hyped? Because because you and I'll be honest, when I brought up this conversation, you and you and Stones gave me a little bit of shit. That's fine. I respect it. No, I, I ain't but, really care. I'm let's go. I, I will just like just email it to me. That's fine. Okay, fine. I we're trying to Stones gave me a little bit of shit. Stones, fuck the NCAA. I'm on a mission to expose it. Fuck these motherfuckers. I know what they're doing. It's all about the dollar dollar bill, baby. Dollar dollar bills, yeah. All about the Benjamins, bro. They're just they're gonna try to find a way um, to to I, I get it. The more I think about what you said, it just makes more and more sense. They're gonna try to sell more commercials during that fucking time. That's all they're gonna do. Jeez. Is it a giant conspiracy theory right now? Probably, but I'm crazy enough to roll with it. Uh, no, it makes it makes all the sense in the world. That's all they're doing. Oh my god! I mean, again, this was not an issue. Like. Like people complain about baseball taking too long. No one's ever, you know, I've never no one. been to a college football game where I've sat there and I'm like, oh man, this is dragging on. No, what you 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 know what I hear differently though is I hear people say, well, I prefer college football over the NFL because there's a lot more excitement and a lot more passion into it. Okay, um, yeah. did anyone tell the NCAA that? The NCAA just can't get out of their own way, bro. No, they're a nonprofit organization that wants to take every single goddamn penny a non, that they can. Yeah, a, a nonprofit organization that makes billions of dollars a year. Anyone listen to this podcast out there? Mess email us, messages on YouTube, find my social media. I don't give a shit. If you can prove to me how a nonprofit organization has a profit of two point six fucking billion dollars. I'll give you the money in my bank account and I'll go homeless. I don't give a shit. <laughs> He's got like four dollars in the bank account, guys. So it's more like twenty, but still. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I'm. I'm. NCAA, just stop. Just fucking stop. What are you doing? I mean, you're you're Rob Manfreding yourself. Oh, they did that a while ago, Big Zell. <laughs> oh my. Oh Lord! The second they started protecting Nick Saban from all from his shit getting exposed and his skeletons in the closet getting opened up, that's when they robbed Manfred themselves. But they've been doing that for years, so why? Should well, I mean, they're protecting the other. Uh, was it Nate Oates or whatever the, the 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 Alabama basketball coach now too? Oh yeah. I mean, nothing came of that. It's like you're you're playing a, and 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 the kid's going pro now, so you know. There's no punishment from next year, but you protected this guy who delivered the gun that ended up killing somebody. 
Uh, oh no, he wrong place, wrong time. Really? Really? Wrong place, wrong time? It's like saying fucking Wyatt Earp and Doc Holliday were in the wrong place, wrong time at the OK Corral. Fuck yeah, that. I think it was the other way. I think it was the other way around for the other group. But yeah, I get you. Yeah, exactly. Saying. Exactly. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Just you what? walked. In, you walked in the tombstone. That was your first mistake. That was your first mistake. That was your first mistake. Yeah. It's hell of a uh, movie. They, hell of know, a movie, them, by the them, way. Them covering for Nick Saban, covering for Nate Oates. Now Nate Oates, I believe his name is. Um, covering for Penn State. We know what you did, Penn State. Oh my God, covering for Penn State. Wow! Multiple times covering for Penn State, covering for probably the SEC in general, and I'll say you're probably coming for Texas at some goddamn point. And that's my school. I know what you're doing. Just sickens me, bro. Protect your bank accounts, NCAA. Fucking come at me. I don't care. Don't care. Just sickens. Well, you're you're judgment proof, and what I mean by that is, you know, in in legalese, if someone doesn't have like any assets. They're considered judgment proof and they're not worth suing. I got three dollars. <laughs> so <it's> like, <laughs> let, let's sue Ryan for, for what? what? I mean, I mean he, he doesn't have anything to collect on. Oh, fuck it! it just, it's going to cost them more to sue you than than they're going to collect. So, yeah, you're judgment proof. It's the so it's, that just popped in my head because I saw the clip today on on, on TikTok. Uh, you ever did you ever see the movie uh, American Pie Reunion? Reunion? I did not see the reunion one. No. Okay, so two, but not that one. Okay, so it's actually a, for a, being a fourth movie in a in a, in a uh, series. It's pretty good, but there's a point in this movie where like there's they there. I won't say like where this movie or when it happens because it, it it is kind of a spoiler. Um, but the guy turns around is talking. I can't remember who he's talking to, but he looks at one of the guys and says, "If you fucking touch me, I will sue your ass." And Sniffler comes out of nowhere and fucking clocks the motherfucker and says, I ain't worth shit, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is great. That, That's is, the, great. that is me and the NCAA. And we're going to sue Ryan Penner. I ain't worth shit. Go ahead. Bring sue. it. Sue him Bring it. Good luck collecting. That's, Here's your that's, dollar, motherfuckers. That's right. That's hilarious, man. Oh, Lord. Well, NCAA, fix up your shit, bro. Fix up your shit. That's well, all I got to say about that. You're you're asking for Hanukkah miracles at that point. Yeah, that's that ain't gonna happen. Not even Christmas miracles. Those are Hanukkah miracles. Yeah, yeah. All right, Banner. Let's go ahead and wrap it up today with our George Santos moments of absolute truth. I'm gonna let you go first. I I got one that I think is really cool. Um, it's all and, and I don't want to like go first and you're like oh i should have gone first so go ahead what do you got yeah, uh mine's a biased one because i'm pretty pissed off right now but it, it's a lingering anger and that is towards the department of player safety for the national hockey league um <laughs> it's because they are so fucking inconsistent with how they handle suspensions and and just handing out penalties and fines, whatever. Prime example is, you know, so you were you were in plush negotiations this past weekend. You know, I, I brought up that hit that Matt Doombud put on Joel Pavelski in Game One of the Minnesota Wild Dallas Stars series. Doombud essentially like launched himself 
Like, he jumped, launched himself off the ice, hit Pavelski. Pavelski hasn't played a game in the series since. The dude basically unconscious has no idea where he is, okay? You know how many games Matt Duma was suspended for? One. Zero. None? How did he, he got, get away with that? That's a great fucking question. So, and I bring that up because last night, um, my Colorado Avalanche were playing in uh, game four of the series against the Seattle Kraken. Uh, in, in, in the first period, um, our star, Kale McCarr, who's never, has never been, pen- has never been suspended, has never been fined in his four years in the league. He's like probably one of the most humble motherfuckers ever. He doesn't talk. He just, just plays hockey. Um, last night he, um, and I will say this, it, it was an interference. It was a minor penalty and that was dished out. He, he took, he took, um, he took McCann, uh, this crack and star player McCann checked him into the wall. Now McCann hit the wall pretty hard, hit the glass pretty hard and went down, smacked his head on the ice. And so he wasn't getting up. That's painful. Yeah, it very much painful. Um, here's the, here's the thing about this, how the the way the play panned out. Um, McCann took a shot of the goal. It ricocheted off 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 the goalpost. No one knew where the puck was. Not the ref. Not McCann. Not McCarr. No one knew it was. The whistle wasn't blown. So play was still going. Yeah, play was still going. McCarr drove McCann into the glass. And with, you know, with turns out McCann didn't have the puck, it's a minor interference, minor penalty, two minutes. That was dished out, no issue whatsoever. McCarr didn't argue it. Uh, Bednar, Jerry Bednar, the head coach of the Avalanche, didn't argue it. No one really on the Avalanche argued it. So, like, yeah, Kale, that was interference. You, you fucked up. And you go on Twitter, everyone thought the same thing. This morning, it comes out that the, uh, the Department of Player Safety for the NHL has summoned Kale McCarr to a hearing. What this past and the hearing took place same day today. He has suspended. He got suspended for the game five. And the other guy didn't last week. Right. You had a situation where you got a player that's launching himself into another player, almost decapitating him. No penalty. No penalty. Well, no, I take it back. He gave a he gave a major penalty in game, and that's the thing. Though he got Dumba got a major fucking penalty. That's a five minute penalty. But he's not. He doesn't get a hearing. He doesn't get suspended. But McCarr, who does a basic, simple body check interference and gets handled a minor penalty, gets a hearing for a one game suspension. Wow! Wow! And so, in my bias, kind of an ass fan. Yes, but this has been a recurring case, both in the regular season and the postseason. That they are so inconsistent, inconsistent with how they handle their suspensions and how they handle their fines, like. Set the fucking standard. What is a suspension worth? Yeah. What is what is a fine worth? Stop bullshitting us saying that you we care about player safety and we're gonna and we're gonna dish out penalties responsibly and as as they are earned and deserved. No, you're fucking not. You're fucking full of shit. You're lying your ass off that you know that you know how to justify each specific penalty. I'm you know I have no idea how the car is suspended one game. And now the Avs who are beat up and are mi- and are missing some key guys are probably about to lose this series because they don't have McCarr, who's their second best player. So, <laughs> yeah, again, I, it, it's a bias take for me, but it, it, it's it's a long standing argument that's been going on for a few years now. Just like, what the fuck are you doing? Isn't the series tied at two right now? 
Yeah, it is tied at two, but when we're beat, when we are beat up as we are, and it'll be hard to come back from that. It's gonna be it's gonna be a little it's extra challenging, and Seattle's just pretty hot right now. But that but it, again, it's it's a long standing conversation of like, do you know how to do your fucking job? Like, do you know how to uh, responsibly and evenly hand out punishments and and fines? Apparently, apparently you not. fuck. Apparently, you fucking don't. So, you are the um. What I'm drawing a blank on his name now, George. George Santos. George uh, George Santos. Moment of the de- moment of the absolute truth, because your truth you're trying to tell is like, yeah, we know how to handle penalties. Reality is, you have no idea how the fuck you're doing anything. Which is let George me check Santos you right there. Right fucking there. George Angeles has no idea how to fucking be a congressman. Like, you have no idea how to fucking handle player safety. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. I can dig that. And I, I'm just kind of shocked that he got suspended a game for a, for a minor and dude last week didn't get suspended for a major. Yeah, that's and that's kind of where I sat there. I was just like, it, it, doesn't, any- it doesn't make any sense. And, and 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 that's the thing. And the shitty part about it, though, is whenever like whenever it gets reported that a playing has been called for a hearing, like I try to have hope, but like not like ten, like ninety nine percent of the time, you know, they're, they're getting, they're no, you know, they're screwed for at least one game. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're they're not calling you for a hearing to you know to have a beer with you. So yeah, I mean, essentially, and- I, I think when they call you for a hearing. They're giving you one last chance to convince them not to suspend you, rather than r- r- rather than having an open mind and listening. You know what I mean? So right. I think I think their minds are made up. You're going to be suspended. You know, right? And then show up and tell us why not. You know, it's it's the guilty till proven innocent thing, and that's bullshit. You know, and and honestly, if I'm the car in that meeting, I'm dropping the humble side of it, and you're gonna be like, "Look, motherfuckers, I know you've suspended me. I've come to terms with that." I'm asking you right now, where the fuck is Dumba's suspension from a week ago? Where the fuck was the suspension handed down to Boston's player when he elbowed me in the head and gave me a concussion for three weeks? Because, though, that did happen. McCarr took an elbow to the head back in uh, 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 February and went down. He was concussed for almost a month. And no suspension there. No suspension. No hearing. No fine. No suspension. You know, like, if you're going to spend me one game for a body check on a minor penalty, but you can't protect me when I clearly got elbowed to the head on purpose and got concussed from it, or Dumba, who just tried to take Pavelski's head off, get, doesn't even get a hearing, explain that to me. I'll take the fucking I'll take the fucking suspension if you can explain that to me. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And if if their um if their disciplinary process is written anything like the NFL's, there's really no way around it. You know, no. that's the end of it. You know, like the NFL, oh you get discipline process, oh you get an appeal with who? Roger Goodell. That Fuck me. He's the one who, if he's the one who laid down the discipline, he's not gonna. Oh, okay, you convince me, you know. And so, I, I, you know, I'm gonna say something that players out there, you need to hear this. Okay, your union needs to do a better job for you. You negotiate higher salaries, but you do not. You, you're horrible at negotiating when it comes to these these things such as appeals, suspension, disciplinary process. You've got you've got to care about that too. You've got to care about that. If you can't figure that out, you have a bad negotiator. Your lead negotiator is not doing his or her job. So, I mean, when you're signing your CBAs and you're signing away your, your all the power for your disciplinary con, uh, uh, procedure to the commissioner, you've, you're fucking yourselves. Stop doing that. Yep. Is, is, it worth, and I don't honestly, even... is it worth the extra dollar 
to not have a little to not have a say in your disciplinary process. I don't think it is. Yeah. No, and I don't even know what I don't even know what the appeal process is for the NHL if there is one. Yeah, if there and if there's not, that's even worse. Yeah, that's even there, pro- worse. there probably is, and it's probably just some one of the most bullshit like situations possible that people don't even fuck with it. Yeah, yeah. Well, Benner, I'm going to give you my or sample moments of absolute truth. All right, all right. I'm gonna I'm just gonna bottle line up front. Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> Get fucked. You played two playoff games, bro. You guys go one and one. You played well both those games, right? And then he misses the last two. They're 0 and 2 now in those. So they're down 3 to 1, brink of elimination. Now, you've heard of load management, right, Benner? Load management? Uh, I don't even want to think about load management when it comes to the NBA. Okay. So for those of you out there who haven't heard of load management, this is when players rest to manage the the load that that they're carrying during the season so they can be fresh in the postseason. Well, Hawaii takes a lot of load management during the season, but if it won't help him in the postseason, why are you What's taking any f- load management? Why? He, he knows it's postseason, right, that he's not supposed to be taking load management exactly. right now? Exactly. Exactly. Now, Kawhi, you're portrayed as a star, but stars are available to their teams and it matters. You know, Benner, you, you've been an athlete. I've been an athlete What's the best ability? Do you remember what the what the best ability is? Availability. Mm-hmm. And if you're not available, it doesn't matter how good you are. All right? It doesn't matter. So you're pretending to be a star the same way George Santos has pretended to be everything that he put in his resume. So for that, you, Kawhi Leonard, are this week's George Santos moments of absolute truth. Get fuck, Kawhi. It's un- unreal uh, that team, bro. Um, and so, and it, it just it it sucks because like I look at Kawhi and I'm like, dude, I love watching Kawhi Leonard play. When he plays, he's so much fun to watch. Yes. Like when he his his years in San Antonio were phenomenal. His that year with Toronto was legendary. But like ever since he went to the Clippers, this has been so depressing. And if it's not one thing, it's another. Yeah, and then and then if it's not him, it's Paul George. <laughs> yeah, but to, to Paul George's credit, when he's been healthy, he's played. That's very true. And Kawhi is healthy; he's taking he's taking a day off. It's like, why? It, I mean, you you know, here's the thing: if you're going to take the day off during the season, that's you better play every game in the postseason. You better play every game in the postseason. Yeah, I mean, and you know, like. So if if you, if you remember, you know, uh, a few weeks back, you know, I brought up the load management thing um, on, on on this show, you know, because, you know, some, you know, Denver media were going after uh, Jokic and, and the Warriors and all that stuff. And, and so you're exactly right. Like, look, these load managements are meant for the postseason. That is what they are meant for. There's a reason right now, like, Nikola Jokic has played every single game and he's probably going to play every minute tonight to close out the series of Minnesota. Yep. Kawhi is not doing that. No, you know, it, to go back, if you want to go way back. It was a while ago. <laughs> Magic didn't take days off in the postseason. Larry didn't do it. Jordan didn't do it. Kobe. Shaq and Kobe didn't do it. Freaking LeBron doesn't do it. You know, I mean, these guys, even like Michael Jordan had that flu game, bro. He played through, he was puking for crying out loud. And he's out there playing. Kawhi Leonard, you know, oh, I have a hangnail, and he's going to sit the game. 
Kobe Bryant tore an Achilles tendon and still hit two free throws before he hit the core. The free throws, dude. Look at the look at the look at the video of that he's trying to pull his Achilles down. He's like rubbing his. Uh, freaking, he's I, trying to pull it down. I'm gonna throw up. Please stop. I, I've seen that video. There's a only there's a reason why I've watched the video once because it is absolutely disgusting, dude. But that, I mean, that's what you do if you're a bona fide star. And I'm not I'm not talking about who's the goat. No, if you're a bona fide star, you just play through shit. It's the postseason. You, you want to know when you rest in the offseason. That's when you rest. The, your elite, um, your elite bona fide stars um are not ones that win championships, but they are the ones that won you the championship. Yes. Yes. Be you are they they are the like you didn't win your championships for a reason, you were the reason. And, you know, here's the thing. You mentioned it a while ago. Kawhi's fun to watch, right? And when he won his first championship with the Spurs, he was the reason that year. When yep. They the heat. Yep. When, when, when he won with the Raptors, he was the reason they won that. Yep. He should be the reason the Clippers are in the running for stuff, and instead he's the reason they're not. <sighs> Excuse me. Yeah, nail on the coffin. Yep. Like, it's ridiculous. Benner, you look so, tired. So, dude, dude, these these late night playoff games are killing me. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I don't stay up that late here. I'm I'm a I'm an hour behind you. So, if you're up till midnight, I'm up till eleven. So I'm, I'm dude. Good. I mean, look, okay, hold on. On this note, I want to talk to the um both the NBA and NHL playoff people who are in charge of those playoff schedules. Where the fuck did you get the bright idea that the West Coast teams get the early slots and your Mountain Time teams get nine o'clock at night? That's why the, why the fuck am I watching the Lakers at six p.m. but I'm watching the Nuggets at nine? It tells you it tells you what they think about the marketability of the teams. I'm sorry, you have your two-time MVP. That's uh, never mind. I will be ranting here for another 30 minutes if I go down that path. Just, Jesus, I can't wait for the second round so I can get some normal viewing times. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to call it a day. Better party on. Party on, Zo. And let's go ahead and sign us off. Are you ready to do this? Oh, I am ready. Let's go. Sports, Sports off. Broad, Broad Street. Party time! Excellent! Better have a great evening, bro. You too, sir. Later.